0: I'm Yasi Salik and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify.
1: and present in
2: select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Whether it's taking all your little ones to their sporting events or everybody getting together and taking a ride to the beach, the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure. With features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or standard third row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at hyundaiusa.com it's
1: popping real ones Logan Murdoch here. Roger Bell there. Roger's looking at his Zoom screen. He does not know what he's doing this morning. He doesn't know anything about technology. Apparently, everything he learned, he's forgotten. Are you okay, Roger? You
2: good? No, I'm. I am good. I'm playing around with my view, um, the gallery view of uh, of Zoom. Like, do you find it easier to speak when you can see yourself, or when you're just looking at me in your in your view? Like to carry on a conversation. It don't matter. I mean.
1: Like, usually, like, right now, on my Zoom right now, I got Third Eye Kai, our producer, and then I got uh, I got Kerm, our producer. They're also on, like, one side. And then I see you on one side. It's, like, okay. half and half. So you, you know go with the gallery.
2: You go with the gallery view. I go I with the it. gallery. You just I got to see me. What do you do? Well, no, I, I usually go gallery, but I was just playing around with that to see if I went with speaker mode, how that would look. But your face is too prominent in my window when you're talking. Ah, like So mm. I'm going to go
1: back to Gallery. All right, so you're hating. That's cool. We're just going to start off the week hating. That's, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Um, okay, so I want to just get right into it. I want to talk about the preseason. I know that, you know, that just brings just a sigh from when We say, yo, let's talk about preseason storylines. You know how, you know, it's, let's get to the sitch. Let's get to the season. But the biggest story in the NBA, or at least, you know, overnight, is your sons got embarrassed um, last night. Uh, they played a um, yeah, they just got outright embarrassed. They got they lost to a team that wasn't even an NBA team, Raja. They lost to a team from the Australian Basketball League, the the NBL. Like I think the, the the genesis of this pod today is just basically going to be like, yo, should we be concerned, or should we? Should, how much stock should we take in into these storylines, Raja? How are, how much stock are you taking? to um, your sons losing to a team that's not even in the, in the, in the league?
2: Uh, how much stock? I mean, I'm not going all in, um, but I don't think we can absolutely write it off. I think it's kind of what I worried about for the Suns with, with, last year with the Robert Sarver thing. And certainly this year, uh, it's just a, a distraction. I, I don't think that the sons are that devoid of talent that, 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 they're going to be a bottom feeder in the NBA because NB, NBL, I believe, NBDL, NBL. What did you say? The, was The NBL, the, 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 NBL, the 36ers. It's a, good, it's a very good league. It's a very good league. Okay. So I'm not trying to uh, diminish how good the teams in the NBL are. But I, I don't think the Suns have fallen off to that degree where they're going to be you know, pressed to win games night in and night out in the NBA. I think that they have a lot going on out there in Maricopa County right now. There's a lot of shit going on there, a lot of distractions. It's probably very hard for them to focus on the task at hand. This is what preseason is for, Logan. I'm not excusing it. It's ugly. It's a look in the mirror kind of time for them as a as a organization certainly, but as a ball club, um second secondary elite like right now in the midst of training camp and let's get this shit together cuz that was that's a that's embarrassing.
1: When we talk about preseason, we talk about um I mean, everything that comes to mind is basically you bucking up on Michael Jordan and saying, yo, I'm the shit, and then him beating you, you know, or him, him like, you know, serving you up on a platter last time, the next time you guys played, right, in the regular season. Um, Basically, all that to say, like, you could take the preseason with a grain of salt um, and, you know, things will – weird things just happen in preseason. Are we chalking this up very early right now to just weird shit happening or should we be scared that there's more, more – on this right now, just, just more on this in, in, in terms of just, you know, are, are they, are, are the Suns fucked over one preseason game? I vote no, but you know, do, are there any things that we need to see from this that we could take into being concerned?
2: Again, let's go down there. There Mikael Bridges played 22 and a half. Cam Johnson, 22 and a half. Deandre and 22 and a half. Devin Booker, 22 and a half. Chris Paul, 22 and a half. Torrey Craig campaign uh 25 and a half, Landry Shamit, 23 um and then a few minutes for the other three. So the point is it, it wasn't like they were burning their roster trying to get a win last night. You know, Devin Booker I think got 8 FGA's up um he was 5 for 8 from the field. So I, when I I didn't see the game full disclosure, right? I wasn't watching preseason games, but when I look at that stat line in the box score, it's what a preseason game is. Like you 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 rolled out there you wanted to get everybody some burn. You wanted to kind of start knocking the rust off, get a little, get a little sweat going, and then shut guys down before they got hurt. So I'm not super, super concerned, but you have to take into account that that's not another NBA team. And so, you know, I would even think your twos when they go in that game or whoever's playing at the end of the game, um, they should be good enough if on brand and focused to pull that out, to win that game um, when you're playing somebody that's not from the NBA. And they weren't able to do that. So there is some level of concern. But overall, uh, the Suns didn't necessarily, you know, sit there and say, listen, man, we got to win this game in the fourth quarter. Let's, let's, let's really channel all of our energies in an effort to do so. Um, that in and of itself is a little embarrassing for me. But the fact is that I, you'll see a better Suns, but there is concern, right? Like there's got to be a level of pride and a level of, of play from your second unit or whoever's in the game to beat an NBL team. Honestly, I don't think it would be that big of a deal if the if the last
1: image of the Suns wasn't getting embarrassed by the Mavericks, right? Where they just get blown out of the building and their season is over. I mean, what you would want to see out of the Suns, and I think that's the biggest thing about why there's so much concern, is if you're the Suns right now, you want to be crisp. You want to be... Just showing everyone in the league, whether it's preseason or every time you step on the floor. Nah, man, we're not going for that. We're not going for that anymore. And I think that was the, bit, the part that was most concerning, Roger. I, 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 that's, that's the only thing where it's like, yo,
2: we got embarrassed last time y'all saw us. Right. Well, that's not going to manifest itself in the preseason. I don't think. Even even if they do feel like that, and that's going to be the mantra, like we were embarrassed last time we were out here. We're putting the world on notice that we're back. That that will start at the beginning of the regular season. That's not a preseason thing for for guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker and, and some of their other vets. Um, I would just say this, and we talk about it with teams that win championships all the time, um, let's say, or not win them all the time, but let's say a LeBron team that goes to the finals year in and year out, and they're running that deep into the playoffs. Um, that's exhausting. Even, w- even when you're winning, it's exhausting. And finding the energy, both physically and mentally, to continue to duplicate that is, is a challenging thing. I could make the argument that a team like the Suns that got all the way there a couple years ago, kind of lost in, I mean, probably for Phoenix fans, a heartbreaking kind of way to, to, to Milwaukee. Um, and then summoning up like that inner, man, we got to get over this hump. We're motivated last year, despite the Robert Sarver distraction and really pouring it into the regular season. Um, It looked like they ran out of gas in the playoffs. And it, it's not like a car. You don't just go to the gas station and fill up. Like when that's out of gas, it's really hard to keep it moving. And so I just wonder if that the overall emotional and mental toll that was the the championship run um that fell short, the brilliant um regular season last year, the loss to Luca, the distractions with Robert, now selling the team. I wonder if it's if if it's starting to take a toll. I'm not saying that they're they're dead in the water, but you have to be concerned about that.
1: That's interesting you say that because when you think about the twenty twenty one season, um, and then you th- you know, you, you, you make – people don't realize just how much of – how exhausting a long playoff run is. Oh. Um, and then, you know, they went all the way to the finals, had a big chance to win the finals. Then you have to, like you said, summon up the energy for the next two seasons in this way. It's almost like – it's almost like – and I hope you get this analogy, Ra. It's almost like winning a three – or going three-peat without winning shit, you know, like yeah. where you go and you, you, you put – you exert enough energy – to try to go win a title. But, dog, after
2: three, four years, that is exhausting in itself. Dude, well, that's, what, that's essentially what I'm saying, right? The winner, the winner of that three-peat, let's say you won two out of three. Um, it's really, really challenging to get up again because you've got, the, you've got the, the, the goal already in hand, right? Like, you got to be a little greedy. But there's an organic level of energy for a team like the Suns after that first defeat. Because you don't have it in hand yet, right? So last year you saw that. It was it was easy. It was there. Like, we're hungry. We want to do this. It's not easy to keep doing that, um, especially when you get knocked out like you did last year and you look like you kind of ran out of gas. So yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. We're saying the same thing. That is an exhausting grind of a season for any team. 82 games. When you start getting into the 90s and the 100s, um, and emotions are running high because you think you have title hopes, and there are other things that are pulling at your mental and emotional energy. It's really, really difficult to to go back to the well and find it again.
1: Yeah, especially when you're, you know, your emotional leader is as old as Chris Paul, right? Where I mean, they, I think they ran into this last season where Chris Paul is the emotional leader for the sixty plus one team, and then you know, st- Chris Paul still got it. But then he gets tired into that postseason, right? Like you right. know, he, you know, even in the first round against the Pelicans, he's getting tired, and so you're going. There's also other things that that are that are in play. <laughs> think about DeAndre Aiden, and that's the relationship between him and the Suns. That honestly, I think another distraction.
2: We talked about that. We talked yep. about that at the beginning of the season last year. Logan, if you remember, and, and people were asking, and I'm like, you just get that shit done. You get it done because you don't want to be where you are right now with another damn distraction and somebody who may or may not be all the way in. The seeds that are, were planted last
1: year with Aiden are bearing fruit right now. Right? Where you just... Because he, he's... He, I think... Or I don't know um, if it's, if he's done so since, but he hadn't talked to his own coach since... Uh, Aiden hadn't talked to uh, Monty Williams since that uh, game seven, which is, and then signs a contract and then is expo- expected to be Kumbaya. Nah, he's still thinking, bro, y'all should have been gave me this. Y'all should have been held me down. What's Absolutely. up? Absolutely. And he's going to, and, you know, I, there's no blaming him carrying that through this season. And that's just another thing that you got to deal with.
2: Will, will you allow me to just say one more thing? And I don't yeah. I don't, don't want to get in trouble because I don't mean it in a negative way. But... You about to get aggregated? I hope not, because I'm not saying it in any slanderous way. Um, This is a big year for D-Book. And I want to, he needs to take the next step. And when I say that, I'm not not saying that he isn't a a, a star right now. Like, he clearly is. But as Chris Paul continues to age and give you what he's got in a way that he can sustain through the playoffs, you're going to need D-Book to continue to take steps up the star. He continues to level up in that star category, if that makes sense, right? They're different kinds of stars, right? There's levels to everything. So, you know, there, we need him to take the next step in his stardom to continue to allow Chris Paul to to kind of not have to bear so much responsibility during the regular season. And I, I think that's fair, right? Yeah, I, I, I was, I'm glad you brought that up. So,
1: Devin Booker, for the last few years, has been a darling of the, I would say, there's always that one guy that the, the superstars from the era before just love. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, you know, all the uh, star stars, like the biggest stars in the league, love Kobe in like 97, right? Like, Jordan was like, this is, this is I'm cut from his claw. Same with I- Iverson is another example of that, you know, of just. Guys that people just love. Uh, Devin Booker is like that, right? Like you hear KD on Simmons' pods, like a long time ago, saying, No, Devin Booker's the next one up. No, Devin, Bu-. And then he gets the Kobe co sign and all these things, right? He has to live up to that now, you know? And his performance in game seven last year was unacceptable, straight up. There's no way to put that. Um, he kind of got a pass after the, the finals in. Um, in 2021, this is his team to. This is his team for the taking, and it's weird to say that considering like he's the face of the team. Um, but he has to take the reins, and I think that he, it's not. Oh, Chris Paul, give me the reins to this. It's like no, I'm gonna take this. I'm taking this this year, and that's gonna separate him from what he was back in, uh, in the last few seasons.
2: I'm glad you. I'm glad you went there because when I say take that next step. In, in leveling up as a star. It doesn't necessarily mean in point production. I mean, he already averaged 27 a game last year. He's brilliant,
0: you His know, in mindset. terms of skill
2: level. Yes, it's the emotional leadership. It's it's the holding people accountable. And I, again, I don't know that he doesn't do any of that. But I know that Chris Paul's personality, whenever he's in the room, he's probably going to lead the charge in those areas. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be important and imperative that, that Devin Booker continue to grow, right? Like, cause he's grown every year, but continue to grow now, maybe more importantly off the court in the locker room in terms of galvanizing the team. And, you know, if we're just keeping it a buck, the reality is, Logan, we judge these stars on whether or not, you know, they do get over the hump in those situations that you talked about. And growth is necessary to do that. Um, and so I just I hope for his sake and for the son's sake that he's can continuing to grow. And then the next time he's in a situation, you know, that that it kind of squarely lies on his shoulders, he's he's able to execute.
1: Real question for you. Can he do that as long as Chris Paul's on the roster? Because Chris Paul, like you said, he's the leader as soon as he walks in the door, right? And I don't see Chris Paul taking a back seat. You get what I'm saying? Like it's one thing to say it. But it's one thing to actually do it, and I don't see. And this is not even a slight to Chris Paul. This is just more of just like, yo, he's one of them dudes. Every time he steps in, the, in there, in the room, he's the leader. Can Booker? What? How can Booker take the slice of this team back, or take that team as long as Chris Paul? This alpha personality is in that locker room.
2: It's a. It's a. it's really is a good question because. That's an organic personality trait for Chris Paul, leadership. It's who he is. It's wh- whenever you even see him out in the public or you know, I take my teams to his events when they were younger and you've seen him in the gym, he he commands a level of respect and, and projects a, a leadership quality, real talk, just even walking around in gyms. And so that's not going to be easy for him to turn off, nor do I think it would be in the son's best interest to ask him to do so or even take a step back. I think it has to be D book asserting himself in a way that makes Chris Paul feel comfortable in kind of being like, okay, I see it now, you know? And, and the only way to do that is to be very consistent. I believe, um, in, in who you are as, as, as an individual, as a teammate, um, as a brother in the locker room and, and when we're not on the court, also consistent And he's been this on the court. Um, but in those moments that we judge people in, rising to the occasions in a in a way that makes it certain to someone like Chris Paul that you've got this. And, you know, that's a lot, but he's got most of those boxes checked already, I would imagine. I mean, certainly, you know, the point production and he's consistent and I think he's a really solid pro, all of those things he's already got checked. Now, now he Chris Paul's got to look at you in that game against Luca. And when he when your eyes meet each other, Chris Paul's gotta get that warm feeling inside him, like, oh shit, we're straight. Book books got this. We're straight. You know, and when Hey, no,
1: but like it was it's that man, that's that's a tall ask after last season, man. Like Luca puts the fear of God in teams, dog. Like, did you see that? that that game seven was just you gotta just have a lot of soul searching. And what I'd like to call, and honestly, you got to have a lot of soul searching And what I'd like to call Ben Affleck time. And Ben Affleck time is, you know, when you, you, you live in Florida, Ra. You know, when you just, when you're just going through shit and you just, you go through to the beach and you just stare out into the distance and you're just like, what the fuck is my life? You know,
2: you know, when you just, I'm sure. I don't don't know, but I've
1: seen it in movies. So I, okay. Where you just like, there's this picture of Ben Affleck out there. Everybody just cook just Google. Ben Affleck on the beach, and you just see him just everything, his all his flaws are just out. He's just looking like fuck. Like you need to have some of that time, bro. That's what you need and for after a season like last season from the Suns. And we'll see what happens. I, w- I wanna move on real quick. Um, we we are gonna go up the we're gonna go up the West Coast and you know, go to the Bay Area, which we typically do on this podcast. Um, I want to talk about uh we'll talk about James Wiseman real quick. James Wiseman, um, first preseason game in Japan, had 20 points, punched it on uh, Christos Porzingis, you know, showing spurts, showing signs. Um, now, I want to say the, uh, the caveat is that, you know, the next game, he, he dropped eight points and fouled out of the game. You know, they're just, you know that, that's this where we are right now. And I asked you this when uh, – I asked Steve Kerr this when he was on the show. I want to ask you this now. Let's, let's, let's lock in. It's a reasonable expectation for James Wiseman right now this season. What, do you, what would you want to see with him? You know, Steve gave the, you know, the, the coach answer, you know, the very public vanilla coach answer, you know. It, it, he's going to back up Looney. We'll see what happens. What do you think, Ra? Who's not encumbered? Who's not, who's not, who's not one of these shills that work for a team, Raja? You speak for yourself. What do you think?
2: What do you, what do you think about What's the reasonable expectation for uh, James Wiseman? You're asking for a reasonable expectation or what I'd I want if I was the, the Golden State Warriors from James Wiseman? Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's start with what I would want. And bottom line, I know Steve Kerr couldn't say this. Loon is great. What you want from James Wiseman is to take his job. Yep. That's what you want. You you want James Wiseman? I to... I believe
1: Steve Steve Kerr would have told us that off the record. I believe he would have said that. He did not say that for the record, but I he believe that's 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 something that he would be like, "Yo, yes,
2: yeah." But everyone in that building has to desire that, right? James Wiseman to to fit in and play at a level where he's good enough for everyone to unequivocally say, "Yeah, he's the guy for that job." Loon, you're now coming off the bench. What I think is reasonable to expect for James for, from James Wiseman this year is. Solid and consistent growth as a player, you just alluded to him having twenty and then having eight. That is what a relative young player in this league that doesn 't have the ball in his hands on a bad team if you yeah. understand the guys who have the ball on their hand in their hands on bad teams are going to score twenty a night they got, there's a certain amount of points that have to be scored in NBA games they're getting up volumes of shots they can consistently hang up numbers. He might not be able to do that in the capacity that he's asked um, to play for Golden State. So you just want to see solid, consistent growth with field goal percentage, with, you know, rebounding and rim protection. And you want to see him, we talked about this with Steve, starting to look like he really fits into that offense in a way that they don't have to change anything they do to incorporate him into what they're doing. To see if cerebrally he can handle the way they play, the style they play, and if he's a good fit. And you just want to see that consistently grow. I know it's not a great answer, but you can't really hang a point number or rebound number. You can't. You just want to see him continue to grow, develop, stay healthy, and look like when he comes in the game like they're better or at minimum don't miss a beat. Yep. Simplistically, I think all he
1: needs to do, just catch lobs, catch lobs from, from Draymond or, and Iguodala and, and Steph. Just catch lobs, get rebounds, and block shots, bro, and just run the floor. We, I mean, I mean, if you want to hit a couple threes, that's a bonus. But honestly, night in and night out, bro, just get rebounds, take lobs, and just get second-chance points, man. We, there's, there's nothing more we really need to do. And pass the ball to Clay, Jordan Poole. And Steph just just kick out. That's all. It's it doesn't it doesn't have to be that hard for him.
2: Yeah, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. That and Steve Kerr said it when he was on that rim threat, that rim run from from wherever you're setting that pick and roll. They that they don't have that right now. Yeah, and so that collapses a defense and puts pressure on a defense in a way that would help a lot of players in Golden State. As crazy as that sounds, because they already have just this phenomenal offense, but when you have that true threat of a guy attacking the rim without the ball and everyone from the weak side has to honor it and touch it and now mm-hmm. the ball's whipping back and we've got people in closeout situations, well, guys who aren't primary playmakers now catch guys in closeouts and they can become playmakers because they got defenders in really precarious situations. It opens all kind of stuff up.
1: So the Warriors during this run have never had a true skilled big man. The closest thing that they, on a consistent basis, the closest mm-hmm. thing that they had was DeMarcus Cousins. And I remember a game, I think it was against Houston in that 19, um, it was in that 19 season. I think DeMarcus had like 28. It was late in the season. And when when he did that, it was a great, one of his best games as a warrior. you really seen how the Warriors can this iteration of the Warriors can be unlocked if you have a skilled big on the floor, right? If Wiseman can somehow summon that and just this, 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 it unlocks so many different things for the Warriors and also helps them throughout the future, you know? It just, it, it'll, it'll just unlock them and just help out so many things if he can just, just click.
2: Yeah. He is not going to. Look like that, I would imagine, even towards the end of this year. But if they see signs of that in practice, and if you can see glimpses, because that's what you're looking for this year, you're looking for glimpses. You know, albeit a lot of glimpses, you're looking to see flashes where you're like, "Oh, yes, that is something that is in his bag. This is in within the scope of possibilities for this young man." I agree with you. That takes them. That ushers them into a, a, a new era, a new, a new window. Yeah of possibilities, right? As these guys age and it's time for other guys to kind of start stepping up around them. um, That would be really cool for, for golden state.
1: This episode is brought to you by Arby's it's 3 PM and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two for $5 chicken wraps from Arby's come in available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or As an add-on to your meal, Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy.
2: just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to visible at visible.com and use promo code ringer 20 for data management practices and additional terms. Visit visible.com. The visible monthly rate is $25 per month.
1: I got one more, one more little storyline and I'm glad this person came on the zoom just in time. Um, we got, you know, the, 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 uh, the queen of real ones. Um, Sasha Mizak is on the line right now. We're about to talk. We have an announcement in a few, but I want to talk through a storyline really quickly with her. Um, you know, whenever we have Sasha Mack on, we got to talk about one thing, and that is the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, we have... Uh, the Lakers are bringing in their, their vaunted big three, Sasha, um, where they... Um, of Russ AD and LeBron and they're bring their propaganda Raja relax. I know you're mad right now. Relax. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but anyway, they're trotting out their big three and they're, they're bringing the Lakers propaganda out, um, out of El Segundo, Sasha. Do you believe the propaganda that is coming out of Los Angeles right now that they can just figure it out and do these things and, and just, and, and, be a dark horse title contender? Are you, are you, are you, are you believing the gas right now?
0: Bold of you to assume that I've been paying attention at all. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I know, no, no, short answer. No, no, I don't believe the propaganda, but huh? I'm looking forward to a, a new season of, of, uh, LeBron James and, Maybe we'll see Anthony Davis play this season. That's my biggest problem with it all. Um, but He's Russ is already on the injury report. Russ is Russ? Like what are early. you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm oh, numb. Hell.
2: Okay. You say Anthony Davis is on the injury report? He was probable, Don't but he do was on the injury report start. He was probable. He was on the injury report. Don't do that. Don't do that. Who a the Lakers? Who runs the Lakers? PR man. I didn't talk to them. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> Keep his <laughs> ass off, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's
1: it's rough, right? Sasha, have you have you picked a a person that you're on the team that you're just gonna root for? Like this is gonna be your favorite person? Uh, that, I, 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 was Wontus it, it was Carmelo last year? Oh well, yeah, there we go. Okay. okay,
0: Yeah, I like him. I also isn't um friend God, of the show. I need to, I, yeah, he is. I need to look at the roster because I don't even really remember. We got some new people, right? We got some new people. Um, oh, Dennis I, Schroeder's back. Oh, Wenyan Gabriel, I like him. I know okay. that he's probably not going to play, but I like him. Damian Jones, I love Damian Jones. I thought he was really fun. I can't remember if it was last year, but he
1: was... He played for the Lakers last, yeah, uh, two yeah. seasons ago, I think, two for like seasons a two-week ago. stretch.
0: Yeah, I I loved that. I thought he was great. I don't really know why. what happened with that. He's just not very good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> But that's always my that's why I loved the uh I think it's 2016 2017 season when there was um, no expectations. When there was no Russell, and it was Russell, all yeah. just young young people having fun, learning. That's what I like. So Austin Reeves, Damian Jones, uh Who's can't Dwayne Bacon? I we think I like Nick. him, too.
2: We can't do that, Sasha. The Lakers, think- that's where we're at? With LeBron and think- AD?
0: I think I like Dwayne Bacon. I think I'm going to root for him, too. Who's that?
1: That's where
2: we're at right now. What's I that, like Florida that State,
1: right? Dwayne Bacon's a Florida State product. He played for uh, played for, I the, love that. Played for the uh, Charlotte Hornets.
0: Bacon Jr. That's what... Oh, my God. There's so many good nicknames there.
1: This
2: is where we're at. This is where here's, we're at, Robbie. Here's what the, the Baconator... What the, the Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm I'm conflicted, laughing with you right now, Sasha. We're going to get to that. I'm very <laughs> okay, conflicted, okay. laughing yeah, with know. you right now. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> um, this is what the Lakers are going to boil down to for me: Darvin Ham bringing a offensive philosophy over from Milwaukee. And for whatever uh, you know, beefs people had with Budenholzer in Milwaukee, like they had that offense figured out around Giannis for, for years before they actually won. If he can open them up and kind of unlock. You know their ability, pace is going to be paramount. LeBron's willingness to play like that, like the, if he can touch on those things with these guys and unlock that that offense, like I, I think they're going to be okay. Now defensively, um, you know I don't know what guys have in the tank. You know, Russ, LeBron. I don't know what, what what they have in the tank. But offensively, you have you have these weapons. You have to figure out how to get them. You have these ingredients. You have to figure out like what recipe works. You know, you yeah, tinker and hopefully he can come in and 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 unlock some of that stuff and at least make them formidable on one end of the court, right? Like they got to be, they got to be either scoring a hell of a lot of points and getting up and down, and then we're going to roll the dice on defense. But something's got to click, or we're going to just be this defensive juggernaut, which won't happen. A
1: very hard question for you, Raja. Yeah. Um, how, how much time are you giving Russ before you go? to Indiana and be like, hey, yo, remember that deal that we were talking about in the summertime? Let's go make that happen. All right, what are, how, how long are you, how much leash are you giving a Russ month. right now? A month. Mm, wow.
2: One month.
0: Those are big words Coming from the from biggest Russ defender on yeah, yeah, yeah. potentially no, not, planet Earth.
2: I'm not, yeah, I, 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 love, I love Russ. <laughs> um, but I'm not throwing shade at Russ. I will know if I'm them within a month whether or not he fits. And even though I love Russ, I could tell you, you know, I keep a spade a spade. Like, I like to call him like that. Like, he wasn't a great fit last year. Now, I'm also one of those guys that believes people can kind of change a little bit. And with different messaging and different, no, straight up, different messaging. Look, I went from shooting five threes a game or two threes a game in Utah because I was told not to shoot. Stop. Don't interrupt. (laughs) I went from doing that. And fouling the shit out of people when they were on fast breaks because Jerry Sloan would tell you, don't let them lay it in the bucket, um, make them get up off the ground and shoot two free throws. So I was a non-three-point shooting, hack-you-on-every-play type of player, and then I got different messaging the next year. And it was, shoot every time you're open, and I believe that you are one of the best options to do so, and I don't want you fouling people. And so I tried my best not to foul, so my defensive... uh my defensive mindset changed and then offensively I didn't become a better shooter necessarily. They just unlocked my own like apprehensions about shooting in a way that allowed me to be successful. So I'm not saying that that happens, but it can happen. So I give it a month to see if, if there's any change in the way he's playing and the way he fits and the way the team looks. And if it doesn't, then we, then we make right, the call. Right, hold on Sasha. Hold on. Is that hold what, on Sasha. Wait
0: one second. Is that what it is? Like, that you think Russ needs is to just make more shots? And, and John, wants, John wants to know, should he come off the bench?
2: I, I don't know. That's a recipe that has to be kind of tested out through the course of training camp and through the course of these preseason games. And then we're going to look at the numbers. Like, those are things that have to play themselves out. It might mean he comes off the bench. And if Russ, if Russ isn't willing to accept that, I, again, I love Russ. But Russ is at a point in his career where even I would tell you, hey, man, if the best scenario is you coming off the bench right now in an effort to win a chip, like, I expect as a Russ fan for you to say, bet, let's do that shit. And if he's not willing to do that, let's keep it moving. Now, I don't, Sasha, to touch on what you said, I don't think it's just about Russ making more shots. I don't I don't think it's as simple as that. But it is about, it is about feeling more comfortable, more wanted, uh, you know, like, in a way that kind of loosens you up and allows you to submit if you will like you know people like that, that shit ain't just x's and o's and and numbers on a score sheet there's a lot that goes into the psyche of a player in a situation where he doesn't feel like he's wanted or he feels like it's all his fault and some of that lies on the team to say look bro don't worry about what they're yeah. talking about we don't believe that shit like this is we we got you and maybe it unlocks him maybe it doesn't
0: and that's maybe also like lebron's job too oh
1: um, sure. uh, Okay, so, Raja, um, we've, we're we going on our third season of Real Ones, all right? Rust, wait, since wait, we've been wait. On, hold on, hold on. Hold on, have, on are you going to talk about on, Russ? I'm talking about Russ. Yeah. yeah oh, okay, I'm okay. This is our – no, 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 no. I'm not – I thought you were, we're go I was like, wait! Oh, no, 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 no. no. We're going to get – <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're getting there. We're, get the third the we're getting there. Don't
2: you worry about we've
1: it. We've been doing this pod, <laughs> Raja. This is our third season going on. Russ yeah. is, this is Russ's third team since we've been doing this podcast. We've yeah. had this conversation so many times – and I, this is how I know you love people. And when you love, you love hard and you're a good person, <laughs> right? We want a Raja on your team. And, I, and I'm going to just say this. You, I know you love because you are just conveniently forgetting that we've had this conversation so many times. And I just have something to tell you, Raja. Go ahead. Russ ain't changing. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. We've had they this conversation millions and millions Absolutely. of times. And it's not That's, happening, Roger. I know you absolutely. love him. And I it's, know that
2: I know you want the best for him. It's not going to happen. It it might it might not happen. It might not happen. And and you're right, bro. Less when I when I ride with you, I ride with you. OK, now <laughs> let me just say this. I agree with Sasha. It took Melo years to figure out who he needed to be to stretch that career to, to also to, required to, him being out of the league, out of the league. It did. I don't. I Yeah, that was unfortunate. I don't I don't. I think of and Russ having a superstar
1: is, bounce for him just to get the the, uh,
2: the veterans' minimum. But let let me let me just defend Russ. The teams that he was on asked him to do that. You're not. You're not. It's not that they were asking him to play this, you know, secondary or third usage rate guy on their team to help them win a championship. None of those teams were in that mode, Logan. So, in fairness to Russ. It's what I said when they, when they got him. You're taking someone who's used to playing a certain way just to be able to get his teams into relevancy or maybe the eighth or seventh spot in the playoffs and all that he does to make that happen, and you're dropping him on a team and dramatically, drastically changing his, his job description. Like, boom, hey, I want you to change. That shit doesn't happen like that overnight, usually. Maybe some people can do it, but it might require a, a longer trial period and a longer tinkering around the edges until you get it right. And I will still say that the likelihood of that happening isn't phenomenal, but I'm not discounting that it could happen.
0: Raja is one of the few people I think in the world, that's how you know Raja's so real because he he's a real one and he's a Russ believer. Those things are so incompatible, but he's like <laughs> one of the few people on planet Earth who can pull it off. It's unbelievable. I have to butter him up because I think he's mad at me.
1: Hey, <laughs> he's mad at you for sure. Hey, Ru- Raj is gonna like somehow be at Russ's Hall of Fame speech, still
2: defending him. Like, bro, y'all wasn't y'all wasn't Russ outside for Russ. Better have
0: you do the speech for <laughs> <By,
2: laughs> real. I don't even know Russ, which is crazy. I don't even fucking know Russ. But I'm not. Look, this is less of a Russ defense. I know. I'm just. I'm, i like Logan. Like, it's less of a Russ defense. I'm not apologizing for Russ. I'm simply saying, I've seen. I've seen. Okay. Let's use Boo Boo, friend of the show. Right? Boris D. I played against him when he was with Poe Ortiz over in France with the Piotrus brothers. Um, I was at Tao Ceramico. He definitely had with- a scarf on going into the arena, didn't he? Oh, man. He was swagged <laughs> out. Right? Like, so we were, but a young Scotty Pippen looking type of player. I left there like, my God, this guy is. And so then he comes over to Atlanta and Mike Woodson, who was a friend of mine, Woodo. Woodo was my assistant coach in in philly played me one-on-one before every game um gave me a bunch of suits that i had tailored like when i didn't have the bread to get suits like salt of the earth type of dude love him but he was not a good fit for boris in atlanta (laughs) whatever their relationship was boris came to phoenix broken kind of a shell of who he was as a player like not competent in what he could do at all and i had seen it two years ago so i knew what it could be and Mike D'Antoni and company unlocked him in a way by showing him and believing in him and allowing him to make mistakes and continuing to believe in him. Mm. And the rest is history. So I'm, I'm not really apologizing for Russ or telling you that it, this is a Russ thing. This is more about a, a cultural Just type need someone of
1: to believe in him.
2: psychology. I'm not saying that's going to work, but it would help. Okay. And we'll give it a shot. It might. One month in, you'll know, bro. Well, it got so ugly
0: last year. Like it really did get pretty ugly at the end. And Russ is never one who's going to just sit back and be like, like, you know, he's going to like get in a conference, whatever, and be like, oh, yeah, super weird. But uh, my ass hurts because I've been sitting so much like he's going to say shit like that. And, you know, uh, so Frank had to go. He
2: needs to be less combative.
0: No, I don't mind him doing that, to be honest.
2: I don't, care. I don't care. If about he wants that, to I, talk
0: shit, go off. Like I, I think that it was so sour at that point anyway that it didn't matter. Like the, it, to me that was like behind the scenes. It's so bad that yeah, that's it's just not,
2: seeping into the press yeah. conference now. The stuff in the locker room. I agree yeah. with you. Last year that shit was ugly. But if this is going to work, right? And if I'm saying that the the team has responsibility, like to help. I mean, Russ is culpable too. Like he's got to be in there and submit in a way that gives it a chance to work and accept the role and be willing to, you know, while we love it on this show and media loves him getting up there acting like an (laughs) ass, like don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like don't do it. Like say I'll take one. This is me taking one for the team. I'm not happy and I'm not going to say shit about it.
0: What do you think? We haven't talked about him at all. Uh, Pat Bev and Russ.
1: We haven't talked about Pat Bev. Okay.
0: We haven't even touched on him.
1: Pat Bev is such a polarizing figure in our group chat. He's just such...
0: Am I going to love him now?
1: I think... Yeah, no, you, gonna are. Say, I gonna I'm, I'm, you I'm going to keep are. it a stack with you, though. I'm going <laughs> to keep it a whole stack with you. I love I love Lakers Pat Bev right now, bro. At this very moment, I love him. Because... Just, he didn't have just to, just move, st-
0: house, didn't
1: have to move house, even. He's probably staying
0: in the same house. Also, he's talking... This is a great trade he's, for him. He's,
1: talk, he's talking <laughs> big shit right now, bro. Like he's saying, yo, I want I, I went to the playoffs last year. You know, talking about LeBron and AD. You <gasps> said it, all, but I was there. <laughs> I went there. I was like,
2: yes. Oh no, no. Yes. I
1: cannot wait. I'm putting this out there. I cannot wait for the Lakers Kings playing game in Sacramento. I'm just putting that out in the universe because I hope it happens. <sighs> the Lakers Kings. I cannot Kings wait.
0: It's like absolutely that insane that we're talking about a playing game with LeBron James and Anthony Davis.
2: But we're I just, here. I'm not I yeah, I mean mm, I, we're here. I I think I do this every year. They've been contending I'm, for I'm more playing games and titles this th- during this <laughs> yes. run, by the way. I right, well, there are a few things I don't bet I don't like. I don't bet against. I don't bet against LeBron. I don't bet against him, and I know, and I'm I, I don't know that a championship is is the end game this year, but I don't know that the playoff the playing game is either. I think if they can get some of those things right, and it, that's a big if. I mean, they could be it's LeBron eight. and AD. You know what? So much of this, so much of this hangs on the relationship, the health of Anthony Davis. Right, the health. What a thing
0: for your season to hang on. No,
2: right. That's a scary. That's a scary statement. The health of Anthony Davis and that relationship between him and LeBron. That that passing of the torch type of Anthony Davis, who
1: is who is listed as probable on Monday's injury report for the stop
2: doing that shit with with (laughs) lower back tightness. Well, there you go. I retract my statement. I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. Like, don't do it. What is there a fine? Like, forgive me. Is there a Uh, fine if Anthony Davis doesn't play and it wasn't released on the injury report? Is there a fine? No, I'm asking. Is is it like if if you, if the media doesn't hear that Anthony Davis isn't playing before Anthony Davis doesn't play. If, if, if that is not like something that has to be done just for the optics, man, stop listing him on the fucking injury report. Sorry for the language.
1: It's rough out here in these streets, dog. Anyway, let's, speaking of rough, let's hey let Russ live, bro. <laughs> let <laughs> Russ live. Let's
0: let No, rough. I I want nothing more than for him to thrive and live and and have a great season and be mentally there and and be physically there and make his shots and <laughs> that would be great. There were times last season where I was literally sitting there, I was like, I, I don't know if I'd prefer if he didn't take any shots or he made them all. Like I, I should he, he just stop shooting completely? Zero zero shots, or would I prefer if he made them all? I either way, I, I think it was better than what was going on.
2: <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
1: all right. Um let's get to why we came and oh, we got Sasha Mack on. We got an
0: This is why we're here.
1: This is why we're here. This is why right. we're here. You know, so quick announcement. Um, Sasha Mack will, this is her last show. She will be leaving Real Ones. Um, you, she will be leaving Real Ones, much to me and Roger's chagrin. We're, we've already cried two tears in a bucket right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, would you Would you like to uh, take it from here, Sasha, or Roger, do you have something to say?
2: No, I mean, you guys distracted me with all the shiny rust talk. So my level of vitriol and <laughs> disappointment and anger and sadness all rolled up into like one yeah. emotion is all gone. So Sasha, yeah, I'm going to miss you. You know that I'm, I'm disappointed. Well, yeah, mm, yeah I know.
0: I'm disappointed mm. too.
1: So you're leaving us, Sasha. Yes,
0: Matt. I'm very sad. Um, But I'm also not like gone. She's like, not leaving the ringer. Here. She's just she's, <laughs> yeah, full I disclosure. She's not leaving here. the ringer. She's
2: leaving us. I would have preferred if you were leaving the fucking oh, ringer, man.
0: Whoa. I would prefer you lose your job. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. you going to be
0: like in somebody else's pod, man. Raja, I already work on a bunch of other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Only doing this
1: podcast, me and Raja are gonna be looking through the other pods, like looking at Sasha through the oh. window, like, What the fuck? You know, she's on another pod, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, Raja. This is just how little
0: Raja knows about what goes on beyond these two hours a week. She
1: said, fuck Us, Raja.
0: After these two hours a week, Raja's like, Yeah, I'm oh, good. I'm going shit. to the beach, actually. I actually gotta go play basketball. Oh, that's I have funny. to go, I have to go yell at some kids,
2: Sasha. You do other
0: pods, you're, you're so I do. I've been pod? doing other pods ever. Since day one. Mm, Although this okay. was my day one podcast where they were just like we really day Okay, one. this is a new podcast. Go, you gotta go do this one. That's a little behind the scenes for you guys. They <laughs>
1: just say, Go you go do this one. <laughs> so Sasha came in like a month after I did or something like that, like September twenty twenty, or maybe a couple of weeks after I, I came. Okay. I came in August. Uh, me yeah. and Raja came in August. And then just remember Steve Allman was doing the podcast, doing the uh the the producing and then it was like okay we got this other person and yeah. i remember i don't think sasha used her zoom camera the first couple of times so did i'm like I not? who the fuck is this who is this yes, where is I she did nah no? i don't remember it i don't remember that i don't remember seeing you for like wow. the first like couple of weeks and then then like you've become family bro and i we just fucking, you know we just kick it you I know. know we talk shit and
2: just 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 i know these recordings we become a family, last like bro. an
0: hour and a half Oh,
2: man, I just, there's so many. I'm going to make, listen, Jonathan, Kai, you guys have huge shoes to fill, right? Like, this is, you guys are going to be great. We're going to be great. We're going to be great. But
1: you guys got big shoes to fill. We got Killer Kerm and Third Eye Kai coming through to take,
2: yeah, I mean, to hold hold it down. I've Uh, always struggled. You remember the Amin El-Hassan story about me and like, Phoenix with with Terry Porter at practice? Do you guys remember when he told that story? I was like,
1: you were kicking shit. You were kicking balls around. Yeah. Anytime there's been a coaching change. <laughs> I've never dealt well with it. Raj is about to show up to recording 20 minutes late. He's about to just be hella passive aggressive oh, yeah. for you like guys, two weeks. You guys are
0: gonna have to. And,
1: and then he's going to fall <laughs> in love with like Herm and Kai again. But like, it's going to be a rough, it's going to be initiation.
0: <laughs> You're going to have to text Raja 15 minutes in. Hey, uh, Remember, we're pot. You you ready? No, you just say you're. Are you ready? Are you ready to pot? I can't do it. Only, only
1: here. (laughs) Also, I've realized this with Sasha on that like i can't text Roger before shows it has to be the producer it's fuck it's fuck logan why are you texting me right yeah. now and then it's only the producer can text they
2: have to figure out which one's going to do it cuz i can't get two texts it's only one so it's either going to be kai or john <laughs> but you might have to
0: send multiple <laughs> one person but you might have to send a couple
2: what's the biggest
1: <laughs> oh, advice okay man. sasha what's the biggest advice you give third eye kai and killer kerm <laughs> to and, and dealing with us what's the what's uh, the biggest advice you give with and, like, you guys and dealing with us and producing us what's the biggest advice uh, you can give
0: they're looking for a a strong guiding hand <laughs> not a lot of shows need that no so it's true everybody has different needs everybody has things different things they want these guys want a strong guiding hand somebody to be in charge they they need they're looking for somebody to be in charge yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, good. that's fair.
0: That's okay. fair. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's fair. If you got so are you saying that that they might have to be an asshole once or twice? Or is that what you're saying?
0: Uh to Logan, definitely.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can not recall Sasha being an a hole. Yeah, I never I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I've gotten I've gotten so many just fucking do it from Sasha. Just do it. Oh man just, yeah. just <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Just do it, <laughs> Logan. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> Another one would be, Logan, uh, you have improved on your ad reads and, and that kind Fucking of thing. Fucking right, I
2: have. Yeah. yeah. But
0: Bet. yeah, there's am definitely.
2: I, am I out on ad reads now? Like, am I good now? No, you, with, no, no, you, no, they, no, 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 <laughs> no. What? <laughs> what? Listen, what? What? We're in this area, I thought <laughs> I could negotiate yo, a yo, little no, bit. This is
1: what shoot this is what he does. What? Now I see what he used to do in the media see after a, a trades. He'd just be like, oh can I can I fuck it?
0: Can That's I just wiggle room? It? What's up? I don't know. <sighs> no, Raja's always been uh good at the ad reads. I like your ad read voice, Raja. It's good actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. has <laughs> yeah. gotta corral him enough for to do the damn ad reads. Um all right, let's, uh, let's get to a little thing, a, a little segment, Sasha's included in this, that we like to call Real One of the Week, which is, um, you know, the oldest segment that we, we have on this show. And it's appropriate that we have a, re- uh, a Real One's OG do it for her final time. I'm going to go first. We'll go to Raja, and when the last one um, will be Sasha Mack. Uh, I'm going to go, honestly, friend of the show, a Salt Lake City legend. Walter Nassi, who um passed away recently. Oh no. Passed away recently. Um, oh. So uh at the age of 76 um, our guy friend of the show our our show's sponsored by Walters, you know. Damn, so I always shared a few meals uh you know over at his establishment, a legendary establishment in NBA circles. We all know the vibes, Roger knows the vibes. Um, just made Sasha Mack when bro. you go to Salt Lake City you gotta know the vibe so yeah. my um, ruined of the, real one of the wow. week and honestly ruin mm-hmm. of the week for the show is uh, is uh, is Walter Nassi um, our wow. guy in Salt Lake
2: um, so yeah oh,
1: that, that's, that's, that's tough. my, my ruined of the week
2: and oh, bro that that one hurt and you gotta take your opportunities man because I, I remember I was out in Salt Lake I was supposed to see Walter man the last time I was out there, I went in, I didn't dine. I, li- I literally went in to give him a hug and say, what's up? You know what I mean? Like while I was down in town and then I went back up to Park City and then this time I was supposed to go eat and my kids were acting crazy and there was so much going on. I was like, I'm not going to take them in to mess up, you know, the dining experience for other people. And I didn't get to see him. And that would have been, man, that's tough, bro. That made me, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I don't want to do a real one. I don't, I don't, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to go Volta okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Sasha Mizek.
0: Wow, that's really sad. I never was able to go there while he was alive, but I will. Like, it's literally on my list. Like, it's been on my list ever since the first time we talked about it. So um, rest in peace to Volter. And and, uh, also thinking about his family and stuff right now. Um, Okay, well, I'm going to give my real one of the week to John and Kai. What were the nicknames? Kai the...
1: Uh, killer kerm third
0: eye kai and third eye kai that's such a good one <laughs> um i yeah have fun this is a really fun show so you're gonna have a lot of fun let's fucking do yeah. it man yeah. Listen, just, was this I'd like
1: the passing of the torch was this the yeah. passing of the torch from sasha back yeah. to, to yeah. the new to the new joint right,
2: always a real one <laughs> sasha always a real way always, always um yeah
0: two years this was the first show. This was the first show that I did. Uh, yeah, kind of. Not really. Actually, the first. <laughs> Actually, I think the very first show that I did was a uh, <laughs> fairway rolling.
1: <Roland. laughs> oh, what? Yeah,
0: Shout out. Like a, it's
2: a golf pod?
0: Yeah. We got oh. golf pods on here. <laughs> I think it was the right. very first show that I edited <laughs> on my own, but <laughs> this is the first show that I that it was like you're the producer of the show, like you're doing the show, so that means a lot to me and also like you know i'm still around and no, i'm sure well, you're you know, coming back
1: on the show it's at in at, at, at certain times like if we need we're gonna bring your ass back i'll let point. you know
0: um when i start paying attention to basketball again it's still a little early in the season for me to i think i need to see some 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 ball I need to see some ball happen. I like our
2: group text. Our group text doesn't have to go away, does it? No, no. that's
0: definitely doesn't not. doesn't have to go away. away.
1: We just have we just have a new group text. Um, starting. Yeah, we're we're gonna, yeah I'm going to add another one to my. You will. I mean, yeah. so one many group text, one, one group, another group chat that you're just so not going to answer. For, I, I like, hate
2: group text, though. I what? hate I'm like, get you're, me out.
1: Also, also, uh, <laughs> Kermit Kai. Um, Raj is not going to uh, he's not going to respond for like days on end. So, you know, and just, then he's going to send
0: you a video of his uh, of son. his kid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, that's sure. where i or maybe but, himself, but, but or maybe himself. possibly. In fairness, Killer Kai, wait, no, Third Eye Kai and Killer Kai right? and Killer Kerm, yeah. Okay, that's that's not just for like Logan and Sasha or you guys or the show. Like that's everybody in my life for the most part. Yeah. So like, it's just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: Precisely. Um, just to bring this whole full circle, um, the uh, the team that the Suns played, the uh, the 36ers. Have not reached the playoffs in uh, Australia's NBL since 2018. So, what? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah. All that to say yes. All right. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting, all right. Kerm is already uh, taking the baton from Sasha, telling us we need to leave and get off this podcast right now. (laughs) Um, This is another edition of Real Ones, one of my faves. Uh, Love you, Sasha Mack. Love you, Ra. Love you guys. See you guys next week. Holla.